0: I've simply entitled this short session, Let Us Pray. Over the summer months, uh, we've been talking about setting aside time and slowing down to pray. And it's something we have to really deliberately do. It has to be an intentional discipline in our life or the flesh will not permit it to happen. The flesh will find something else for you to do, something else for you to be preoccupied by or with. And it will detour you out and around from prayer because it's just that strong. So you have to put the flesh under by making a decision and making a choice to yield or submit to the spirit. And so the spirit is willing, Jesus said, but the flesh is weak, so The only way that we can overcome the weakness of this flesh so it doesn't weaken our spiritual life is by staying built up spiritually. When you stay built up spiritually, then when the flesh gives you these alternative choices, you will gladly pass. Because what you have is so much better than the flesh. You have an opportunity to fellowship with your father. So I want to encourage you to do so. All right, Proverbs Chapter 4, we're going to read verses 20 through 27. And as I've stated, we're just going to be talking about some of the things that are important for us to remember when it comes to our personal prayer life. And then I think also our times together as believers to pray because both have value. Proverbs 4, it says, My son or my daughter, give attention to my words incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them... Depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issue of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left remove your foot from evil. When I consider my prayer life, I think the first thing that we have to factor in is everything is built on the word. Everything in our life spiritually finds its roots, its origin, its foundation in the word of God. And this is what the book of Proverbs, especially this portion of scripture, is drawing our attention to. It begins by saying, Give attention to my words. Pay attention, give attention, intentionally set aside some time to look at the Word of God, to speak the Word of God, to meditate upon the Word of God, to pray the Word of God. Don't let yourself get diverted. Pay attention to the Word. And then when you have that foundation in the word established in your life, your fellowship with the father just becomes more a part of your everyday conversation with him. It's not stretched. It's not a strain. It's not a struggle because prayer is really bringing the word of God back to him, bringing the promises of God back to him. So the more rooted and grounded we are in the word, then we're going to have a better foundation for our time in prayer. He says, Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. And here are the benefits. They are life to those that find them. In order to find something, we have to be seeking for it, and health to all their flesh. Now, because the writer of the book of Proverbs is instructing us to incline or to lean in or to give our ear to his sayings and not let them depart from before our eyes, but keeping them in the midst of our heart, we're seeing that there are some things that hearing what he's saying, looking at what he's saying is how it gets into your heart. It's the way anything gets into your heart. It's the way anything becomes. You become conscious of anything. It's because you're looking at it, you're listening to it, and because of that, you become aware of it. So he's saying that all of these things are very, very important. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away or put aside from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet. So as I just summarize a few of these words of instruction, I think we have to think about what we're thinking about sometimes. Because if the enemy can get us thinking about things that we shouldn't be thinking about or meditating on things we shouldn't be meditating on, then he can really begin to cause us to get into a really unhealthy place, emotionally or relationally or any other way. So we have to really ponder. We have to consider the path of our feet. Let all your ways be established and do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So I'll just end by making this statement. We just have to stay in our lane. When when he's asking us, you know, You and I need to pay attention and we need to give attention and we need to be considering and looking and walking on certain paths. It's all so that we will not get derailed. We will not get distracted. We will not be deceived. And there's probably enough for us to take care of in our own lane that we don't need to be concerned about other people's lanes. Is that true? And I believe that these are really foundational truths that help us to stay on course, stay on the straight and narrow. So pay attention, give heed to certain things, You'll be glad that you did because the benefits, they are life. His words are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. All right. Another reading out of the book of Philippians. You'd go to the New Testament and Philippians chapter 4. Some other great words of instruction for us. Rejoice in the Lord always. Verse 4. Again, I say rejoice. There's a refrain there. There's repetition. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious or don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then here's the provision in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Let me go over verse 6 and share something with you that has helped me immensely throughout the years. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So he's saying don't fret or have anxiety about anything. Now, the Lord wouldn't ask us to do something unless he gave us instruction on how to do it. He's not just asking us to stop something. He's asking us to start something. He's asking us to rejoice and to continue to rejoice. He's asking us to be proactive in giving praise to God, of interacting and and communicating and communing with the Lord through the expression of rejoicing. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Now, when anxious thoughts or thoughts that would cause us to be fretful or worry are present, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice. Keep rejoicing. There's much to rejoice about. Let your gentleness, your meekness, your temperance be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. Now, this is what he's going to ask us to do. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So in those moments of anxiety and those moments of fretfulness, not only are we called to rejoice, but we're called to go before the throne of God. Let your requests be known unto God. So when your heart is overweighed or your mind is overtaxed, don't go to the phone. Go to the throne. Don't call somebody. And start telling them about all of the things that are weighing you down, slowing you down, causing you to have difficulty because they're not going to be able to help you. They might sympathize with you. And if they're a good brother or sister, they're going to say, you know what we need to be doing. We need to be rejoicing, praying and giving God thanks because we have a lot of things to be thankful for. So, of course, thoughts that cause us to be worried or fretful or anxious are there to steal the joy that we have in the Lord and trying to prevent us from going into the presence of the Lord. He goes on and he says, In the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard or will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I like the visual. I like the visual that through prayer, my heart is protected. There's actually a garrison. Hi, Kevin and Joy. There's a garrison around my heart that protects me. What's it protect me from? Anxiety. Worry. So, if you've ever had any problems, and problems are a part of life, that's why prayer is so important. So where sometimes does our prayer list begin? You have anything that you're concerned about, anxious about, worried about, then pray about it and rejoice. And then God's peace will come. And it's the garrison around your heart and your mind. It will not allow the fiery darts of the enemy to penetrate and to cause you to stay up at night or to cause you to have ulcers or cause you in some way, form or fashion to struggle emotionally. Thank you for listening to today's message.